can't do it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. What is going on, Giants fans? Welcome back to another episode of Big Blue All Year. Sorry about the late reaction. Late game causes a late episode. But don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at Big Blue All Year. And don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Take it away, fellas. What I have here in my hand is the health records for Daniel Jones. From a New Jersey Putnam County Hospital. But the thing is, there is no New Jersey Putnam County Hospital. So his healthy status was a fake. However, this one is real. The doctors don't think you should play football again this week, Daniel Jones. So allow me to say this to you one more time, Waterboy McCoy. Yeah. Waterboy McCoy would go out there and play like the towel boy. 19 for 31, 221 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. The defense didn't show up either. One sacked by the lovely sexy Dexter. And our trusted Graham Gnoll scoring six points, the only points. Oh no, we suck again! The Giants have a record of five and nine. Can they make the playoffs? Well, who knows? This has been a New York Minute. Giants fans, welcome to our not-so-rapid reactions. It's Big Blue all year, minus the burger, coming to you on a Monday to talk about Sunday night's matchup. Disciple, I'm just going to jump right into it. Let me hear what you think. Uh, shout out to NFL's Matt Lombardo on Twitter. I saw this earlier today, and I, I really think when it comes down to the Browns game, there are a lot of things to talk about, but the first place is Joe Judge's play calling and aggressiveness. And I think he really hit the nail on the head. This, you know, paraphrased, you know, do I think the Giants should have taken the points? Personally, yes, I do. Uh, at that stage of the game, we can talk about later, I wanted the points. B, would it have made a difference in the outcome had we scored the touchdowns? Maybe. Three, do I feel that Joe Judge's desire to be aggressive, or some might say desperate, cost the Giants a win? No, I don't think that's true. What do you think? I wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said. Because here's the thing. And Joe Judge hit the nail on the head in the press conference, and they asked him about it. He said, look, I got to score touchdowns against this team if I want any fighting chance. And you know what? I have to agree with him. I, I'm not sure about the first one with the Riley Dixon throwing to Nick Gates, but – I'm pretty sure Evan Ingram was pretty open in the flat for the first down. Remember, it was like fourth and three. They didn't have to throw it in the end zone. And, in fact, Riley Dixon might have even been able to run for the first down. I think I would have liked to see them just go for it on fourth down if that was going to be the plague hall. Person. No, I, I agree. I I agree. So, okay, it's it's interesting that you brought that up, though, because I, I, I was going to talk about it later. So we are in agreement uh, on the first part, but I, I actually, I got to disagree with you, Disciple. I got to be a, a little uh, burger on this pod uh, today. But genuinely, that was my biggest issue with Judge. And again, anybody listening to this, just because I'm being critical right now of something I disagree with Coach Judge does not, you know, obfuscate the idea that I am full bloom, full, uh, give me, give me a little Gettleman, baby. Full bloom. Full bloom love. <laughs> with, Joe, with Joe Judge and the direction he's taking the Giants. But that 
is where I disagree. I think that is analytics getting in your head. You rely on the defense. Look, I mean, but how do you know it's analytics? So I guess then what is it? Is gut feeling like? Look, yes, you're right. The Browns have put up a lot of having a big fat cock between your legs and saying we're scoring a touchdown here. We need to. But why? Well, that's that's the, the need. That is the operative word. That, that is what I want to argue, is that multiple times against lesser defenses, the, Giant, the, the Browns have scored 10 or less points. They have been on a tear recently. But as we've discussed, I think the way the Giants are built were matched up well against this team. So I love the aggressiveness. I'm not completely axing him for it. But this concept of the need, would the game have been different had it been nine to seven? Nine and seven. We go down there, we get points. Let's see how the defense plays. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like that this need concept seemed forced and predetermined to me. Well, honestly, I went in there thinking that the Browns might just drop 45 on us. I don't know if you did, but I, that was absolutely a possibility. Of course. I mean, the, the way Baker was throwing the ball, he was slicing and dicing all day. There was zero pass rush. But I look, we're on the we're on, and I, I said this on Twitter, uh, responding to somebody that said uh, edge rusher is the biggest need. It's it's between that and wide receiver, but at the same time, that game, you have the fourth and fifth guys in the depth chart going against the best offensive line as a unit in football. Pretty arguable, but you know what? I, I don't think a lot of people would disagree with you. So, uh, you got, total – oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, now I lost my train of thought, man. Right, well, my apologies, and but that works out because I wanted to interrupt <laughs> you anyways. All I'm going to say on this point, and, and agreed on the, the edge rusher, I think, even over wide receiver, but that's that's a whole nother discussion. Look at the breakdown of the scoring for the quarter. At the end of the first quarter, it was 3 nothing Giants. At the end of the second quarter, it was 13-3. to No points were scored in the third quarter by either team. So you're telling me going into the fourth quarter, had we taken the points, the score would have been 13-9. to Now, yes, all of those things that you said were true. Baker Mayfield did cut us up. More on that later. Uh, their their defense, <clears throat> excuse me, stalled stalled us in the second half. Uh, we had no pass rush, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those things were not known when the decision to go for it was made, and that's why I feel it seemed predetermined and forced. Because, uh, and also, in very small time, seemed a lack of. If you knew, hey, I'm going to be aggressive here, no matter what. I don't understand how there's not continuity in that third and fourth down and even second down play there on that first drive. I'm going to way too ahead of myself. It just point being is the first half was a different story. You didn't know the things that you just said. It seemed forced. I, I didn't love it. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand your sentiment here. Trust me. Cause I, I even, I said on Twitter, I said, I think maybe we should have taken the points here. But yeah, no. It was it was weird because the the formation was fucking crazy too. Very There was crazy. three guys on the line. There's like there's like four guys to the left. Like it, it's <laughs> it was a wild formation. I never seen nothing like that on the Giants uh, side of the ball. Don't get me wrong. I love the guts 
of a coach. I mean, when's the last time you've seen the Giants be this creative in all phases of the field, offense, defense, special teams throughout a season? I, I really don't think that I could tell you. I they feel tried like generally- to get it going, too. They had like that double flea flicker to fucking Shepard or whatever. Like they, they tried. And I think Freddie Kitchens was a lot more aggressive with Colt McCoy under center than uh, Jason Garrett has been all year with uh, Daniel Jones. I don't know if that's true. There have been games where I feel like Garrett has been incredibly aggressive. I, I would say the recency bias, it probably proves you right. I don't know if I totally yeah, agree Yeah, no, that. no. All right, yeah. So we have to look at the, the trends and things like that. But and that's just what it felt like. Because they were really trying to get that ball to Slayton, and they did get that one for, what, 50 yards? Was it? I know he ended up with, like, 75 yards on only a few eh, – yeah, I, I don't recall, actually. That there, that there was that one deep pass, and if it was placed a little better, I think he would have ran for a touchdown all the way. There was another one that Colt really put in the bread basket. I forget what it was in the first half, and the DB just made a hell of a play. Um was that on Ingram in the end zone? Well, that was also that? as much as I like to dude, rail it. Their fucking their DBs came to play last night, dude. They really did, and even even ours did too. Like that that Jarvis Landry touchdown, dude. Like I'm sorry, Yinum played it fucking great, and oh, Baker well, just put it where it couldn't go. A hundred percent. Yeah, he missed the wide open guy that was, you know, in the front of the end zone that he could <laughs> just tossed it to. But uh, yeah, no, I agree. Tell me, it, it, you know, just some of those days where you're playing Madden, it feels like nothing's going your way and everything's going your buddy's way. Like yes. all of the contested uh, catches were just clean for the other guy. Those 50-50 balls dropped for the Giants. Like there are a lot of reasons the Giants won this game, and flat out the Cleveland Browns are a more talented team. There's no debate, but no I question. do feel like there was just a lot of poor luck in a circumstances that demanded the Giants get a little lucky. No, you're absolutely right about that. All right, my friend. In the interest of time, let's just roll right into uh, Big Blue All Year's Rapid Reaction Only segment. This is the Manning, the Hanley, and the Dodge. Disciple, who you got? So for the Manning, I'm going to have to go Andrew Thomas, really containing that edge against Miles Garrett. He did let up that sack in garbage time. And I mean, the game was pretty much over by then. But to have a rookie. Uh, uh, left tackle go up against the league, uh, top three or five edge rusher in the league and winning most of the time. You know, I got to give it to the rook on that one. Disciple, real quick, do you think that's the biggest storyline for the Giants or at least positive one coming out of that game? How well the pass protection was last night? I, I guess. Yeah, but the run blocking wasn't great for Gallman, but I feel like Alfred Morris had, like, some wild holes. But Gallman, Gallman got just, nine touches. Gallman had nine touches? Yeah, it's ridiculous. How many did Morris have? Seven. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I interrupted you, but um, my manning of the game, I hate to do it, but it's got to be Baker Mayfield. I mean, anybody with eyes saw that the dude was just in the zone, whatever you want to call it. But I think more to that is that, you know, this is what, what happens when you give somebody with talent some confidence and, and support. 
if you had told me before the game that the Giants would hold the Browns to 106 yards rushing and the Giants would not turn over the ball and only be sacked one time, I tell you that the Giants were in it to win it. You know, and some of the it would have been under 100. I think some of those were some garbage time rushes at the end of the game. Point being, this was Baker Mayfield's game 297, two TDs, zero picks. I mean, he was crushing it all night. Got to give credit where credit's due. So, Disciples Hanley for the game has got to be Darius Slayton dropping that wide open ball on third and five in the middle of the field. Oh, man, what are you doing, man? Darius, you're killing me, man. I always stick up for you, but that was tough. It was at a crucial, crucial moment of the game, and right then and there, I knew that the Giants' chances to win were dwindling. So my Hanley of the game, again, I hate to do it. It's Joe Judge. This one's, you know, my personal opinion on the matter, but the reason it's, you know, not the worst takeaway, I like a lot of what he's doing. It's hard for me to be negative about someone's intention to be aggressive, for the reasons I already said, though, I just disagreed with the calls at that time in the game. So that's my handle. All right, for my dodge, it's got to be the Giants' red zone offense. Just could not get into the end zone once this game. And I'm sorry, guys, if you're going up against a, a playoff team and you can't get in the end zone, despite moving the ball pretty well, I have to say, but uh, you're not winning those games against playoff caliber teams. There's just no way. So my dodge of the game is going to the Giants' pass rush. So it was a positive game for Sexy Dexy. Had a sack. He looked great all night. But I think it was just such glaring evidence that the Giants need a dominant edge threat to bring that pressure. I mean, there were many times that these plucky guys, late draft picks, Carter Coughlin, that we we love and have been playing above expectations, but, you know, they're just no match for some of these premier tackles. I mean, the, the Browns were down to their third string guard and we still couldn't generate consistent pressure. Now, they acquitted themselves in run defense, but the pass rush was ugly, as evidenced by Baker being the Manning of the game. They built a fortress. The Giants could not get into it. He had a pocket all day, and it was ugly. Yeah, it really was, and he just found the open man. That's that's what happens when you have time, man. Experienced quarterbacks find the open guy when they have four or five seconds to do it. All right, that does it for this week's Manning Hanley at Dodge. And you know what? I think that's going to do it for this week's Rapid Reactions. Unless, Disciple, you got any parting shots, my friend? Uh, the one part I will say is the Giants and the Browns really just played a clean game, zero turnovers. You know, it, it, it wasn't as ugly as a score would say, but like the, 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 the bottom line of the game is that the Browns made the most of their red zone trips and the Giants did not. That's it. Facts. Stay the course, Giants Nation. Can you tell the tone in our difference when we haven't had some Sunday beers and uh, really a lot of emotions? Stay the course. Uh, we'll be back at you later this week, and we'll break down the Ravens matchup. Shaman, take us out. Giants fans, don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to follow us at Big Blue All Year on all social media platforms. We'll see you on Friday.